Freestyle Travel. Hey everybody, this is the Freestyle Travel Show. I am your host, Kenny Flannery, and this is a this is an episode. We got a lot to uh, a lot to cover here. But first, one of the best sounds you can hear. Oh yeah, this is the Gonzo. Imperial Porter from Flying Dog. Yes, I am drinking a Maryland beer while I am in New York City, and I am in New York City. And the heart of this episode, I will be talking about hitchhiking from Mississippi to here in New York City. I'm sitting here on May 24th, as it were, and yeah, it was a, it was a trip. I mean, there are times where I thought I wasn't actually going to get a ride, you know, this whole pandemic season i thought that might come into play especially the first couple days and trip did take a little bit longer than i thought it would but things got uh back to sort of normal real quick and one good long ride and a couple good rides actually got me here but yeah i've got plenty to talk about uh before that but that'll be the heart of the thing but uh yeah hopping the <laughs> hopping is here so I know it's been like a month since I put up an episode, and less than a couple weeks ago, the first episode of my show, Hopping, popped up on YouTube, just youtube.com slash hopping. Uh, that's the show where I'm backpacking around with my friend Nick, who I'm actually seeing here in New York, or already did see. Um, yeah, we hitchhiked from Vegas to Flagstaff to Phoenix to California, going to breweries he'd never hitchhiked before. We filmed that back in December. Um, very, very, very end of December through New Year's and first couple of few weeks of January, and whoo, it was fun, and now the first and second episode are up, so go check those out for sure, that's huge, it's, uh, very huge, I was really excited, uh, and yeah, the first episode did really well, as did the second, and yeah, I'm stoked, I'm gonna take a sip of beer just thinking about, oh, perfect pour too, perfect pour, I love a good Imperial Porter. Hell yeah. So yeah, a lot of news before I get to the, the hitchhiking trip and a little bit to cover or catch you up on. Uh, also, my audiobook, also about six, it's called A Six Pack of Hitchhiking Stories, also about uh, hitchhiking and beer. I recorded the audiobook, drank a bunch of beers and uh, basically did what I'm doing right now, sat in front of a microphone, but I read the book. So I released a book about a year ago and now this is the audio version. So if you just want to hear me read the book to you. There you go. You can get that on uh, Amazon, Audible, wherever. There'll be a link in the show notes, so check that out. Uh, a few more things to cover here. Um, well, yeah, I was in Mississippi for freaking ever, man. That's intense. That's intense. Let me uh, let me talk about that, because that's what leads into leaving Mississippi, is being in Mississippi. <laughs> Can't leave there without being there. Um, oof. I mean, it was a it was a good place to be in Mississippi, uh, particularly the house I was at with the friends I was with. But man, I am so happy to be on the road. It is insane. I'm I'm peaking. I'm peaking today. <laughs> I've had many peaks in the last few days. Many. I'll get to all of them. But uh, today was great. Just walking around the city, and I'll get to that too. New York is on fire right now. Holy crap! I don't. I don't know what's going on here, but, uh, I mean, I haven't been here up until now, but this city's amazing. I mean, I used to live in this city, 
but uh, everything I was reading about was just like real, real dark. <laughs> uh, but not now. Not now. The sun is shining. People are out and about. I'm, I saw more people in Madison Square Park today than I ever have. And that's one of my favorite, or maybe it's my favorite park in the city to go to. Uh, it's where the original Shake Shack is, and I've been in that park many times. I used to work at a recording studio two blocks away. Uh, packed. Super packed. People smiling, having a good time. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just loving, loving being here. I'm going to take another sip of beer. I'm happy. Yeah, point is, I'm happy to be on the road, but uh, in Mississippi, the main thing that I got done besides... Uh, preparing for the uh premiere of uh the hopping show i uh, was making uh bivy packs and making some gear for myself but uh yeah bivy packs are plentiful right now so if you want one freestyletravelgear.com there are plenty available for you you can go there and buy one and it'll get shipped out to you real quick and yeah you'll have a sweet ass backpack that turns into a tent now's the time it's summer and this place is opening up so, yeah, let me just jump right into uh, the hitchhiking now. So, I mean, what happened was, yeah, I kind of got stuck in Mississippi. I went there before things got nutso in the world. Things started locking down, and I was there when they locked down. So I was like, I guess I'm here, because hitchhiking's going to be weird. You can hear <laughs> big little rant I did a couple episodes ago. I think I called it Nomadic in the Pandemic. And, uh, yeah, it's definitely, definitely a rant, but... Uh, Man, I stick by that. Things are things are crazy. And uh yeah, I was just I was like, alright, well, I'm stuck here, but at least this is where the, the workshop is and good friends. So made a bunch of those bivy packs, was working on the hopping show, made some stuff for myself. Uh yeah, it's kinda like digging into all these little projects. Recorded the audio book. And uh, just trying to keep myself from going insane and sort of taking advantage of the advantages of being in one place uh, for that long. Which I don't like to do, but yeah, like I said, might as well take advantage. Take, uh, take what you're given and work with it. So that's what I did. And yeah, finally things started opening up around Mississippi. And I was hearing the same sort of thing about around the country, like uh, particularly in Mississippi, like, Finally, all the restaurants and bars opened up. Uh, they're still like half capacity or whatever, but essentially they were just fully open, totally normal. Walk in there, get a beer, sit down. Uh, I had my premiere at a, a brewery, a gigantic place. So 50% capacity for them was basically normal because they were just a real big, wouldn't say warehouse vibe, but kind of like real high ceilings, real spaced out, big place. So... It was just feeling good. And then finally I was like, it's time to go. And then sure enough, my buddy who I was staying with uh, owns a tattoo shop. And the day I left, their shop opened up. So everything was just clicking. And uh, another guy who'd been hunkering down there with me, to, who didn't live there, but was just sort of... Uh, oh, from the last um, episode, David. Psychedelic David, <laughs> as it were. He was hitting the road heading to Alabama. So he was going to offer me a ride because um, he was going to Montgomery and I was like, I want to get up to New York. So that's where we'll start this off. So uh, let's put in that little break music so we're feeling good. 
I'm gonna take another sip of beer and we'll launch into uh launch into the story. Hitchhiking in New York, May 2020. Let's do it. Alright. So yeah, David was uh, heading towards well, he's heading towards a lot of different places. His whole situation was in flux, too. He just lives, uh, at this point, on the road. He's got a truck and a trailer. Um, so for a minute, he thought he was going to go to... For a, well, for a while, he thought he was going to go to Houston. Uh, then he started talking about going to Nashville, and that was more in my direction. Because uh, when I got to Mississippi originally, my original plan when I got to Mississippi was to hang out for you know a couple weeks or something, a week maybe three weeks at the most, uh, basically just to catch up with my friends, make some bivy packs, check another couple boxes maybe, but uh, and then do a book tour for that six-pack of hitchhiking stories. Um, I wanted to do a brewery book tour, which I'm still going to do eventually when the dust settles, and the idea was to go to a bunch of breweries and sell some books, drink some beers from Mississippi on up to New York. So that was the original plan. Obviously, that got all shut down when uh, the country got shut down, so to speak. Uh, but yeah, still had New York on my mind, even a couple months later, or however long all that stuff was. And at this point, I had the added uh, incentive to help my sister out. My sister bought a Jeep from our brother, who lives in New York, and needed it driven out to Wyoming. So I'm like, all right, well, I was already thinking of going there, and I can drive a Jeep, so all right, double double bonus, I'm going to New York. So yeah, uh, David was going at least as far as Montgomery, a little bit further, but in terms of me going to New York, Montgomery was going to be it, so day finally came, packed up all the bivy pack stuff, cleaned up the little... Uh, I was sleeping, uh, there's a little shed out in the back I was sleeping in. Got that cleaned up. Got the bivy packs packed up. Uh, got my own stuff packed up. And hit the road, man. Hit the road. Woo, man. Oh, it just felt good. It just felt really, really good. Just cruising, just moving, you know. Hours of road going by. And, uh, finally he dropped me off, uh, yeah, just at an on-ramp in Montgomery ready to go probably like four or five in the afternoon by the time we uh, got moving and got up there got dropped off so a few hours of daylight and yeah uh, no rides no rides that day <laughs> so I stuck my thumb out at a ramp for a while just no luck decided to walk down to the highway and onto the highway started walking trying to thumb a ride just nothing and I'm not going to lie, it was in my head. It was in my head, the whole uh, corona bug thing. I'm like, man, it feels like it's opening up. It was surely opening up in Mississippi, you know? I don't know where all you guys are at listening to this and when you're listening to this. To put it in perspective, when I hit the road was, um, I can't remember the exact date, but let's just call it May 15th. Might have been, uh, yeah, actually, it's probably pretty accurate. May 16th, something like that, 2020 give or take a day, right? Um, yeah, but Mississippi was opening up, and I was hearing other places are opening up, and I'm just like, I think it's time, I think it's it's time, you know? But yeah, while I'm standing there on the road and not getting rides, I'm starting to wonder, like, is this going to be an issue? Are people not going to pick me up because they're not 
you know, social distancing, doing their diligence and whatnot. Um, yeah, it was messing with my head a little bit. Uh, and no rides. So, got dark, and I camped out. I was still feeling relatively positive, though, because all it takes is one car, you know, one person to give you a ride. So that's all it takes. So there can be a hundred people who, you know, virus or no virus, just, you know, normally these people won't pick you up hitchhiking. You know, and I've had days where I've waited three, four, five hours for rides. You know, I've had days where I haven't gotten a ride. I've had days where I got rides in minutes. So, you know, I was still, still positive, but it was in my head. Uh, so I camped out, and that was cool. It was the first camping out was the first night with a new bivy pack. So I kind of had a video on this. If you go to Hobo Lifestyle or YouTube.com/slash Hobo Lifestyle, I have some video pandemic pack where I kind of tease this the new backpack I'd made for myself, sort of a prototype in Mississippi. And uh, this was the first night where I was properly uh, camping with it. So yeah, that in itself was pretty cool. So I just talked literally off the highway um, into the trees. Uh, found a little nook, camped there for the night. It was great. It unpacked real quick, and I got in there, and I'm like, you know, comfy, cozy, happy days. We're sitting at uh, 90 degrees during the day, so, you know, didn't even need my sleeping bag at night even. Uh, so whatever, feeling, feeling all right. And then I wake up the next day, destination New York. Or no, actually, oh, damn. Totally forgot. So when I left, yeah, New York is my ultimate destination, but uh, I had North Carolina in my mind, too, because my brother lives on the coast of North Carolina, so and I have some other family that's out there now. So I'm like, if I can get there first, even better. But uh, I was like, let me feel it out. If it's slow, maybe that's not the way to go, which is the way it turned out. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so the next day, yeah, uh, again, I got up and I started walking and an hour went by, a couple hours went by, and then finally I got a ride. It was a five-mile ride to a truck stop. <laughs> this guy, just, yeah, uh, real nice guy. He just wasn't going that far. But it felt good. It felt good. I was like, all right, I'm in. You know, like, I got all ride, all ride. I, I've cracked. I've cracked an egg. This, this is happening somehow. So... I walked from that truck stop back to the road, and uh, yeah, sure enough, another ride came. It took a little while. It was a truck driver, an 18-wheeler, a uh, real nice dude, a guy who actually lives in Brooklyn. He's from uh, uh, Kyrgyzstan and been living in the States for about seven years. So he lives in Brooklyn for about a week and then spends about four weeks in the truck driving all over the place that's kind of his uh rhythm one week in williamsburg four weeks on the road driving the truck and he picked me up and he said he was going to macon which is uh not the direct way i was going but i was like i will take it you know because it, it was going so i took the ride to macon and we finally got there he was driving for amazon and uh, yeah, he's like, potentially my next load will be going to North Carolina, either later that night or the next day. So I was like, all right, I'll hang on for that. And he's like, let's stop and uh, get some food and yeah, see what happens. So I'm like, hell yeah. And then, uh, we're really getting along, too. We were uh, 
about the same age and yeah just him being from brooklyn and him telling me all about his country and stuff and just traveling in general uh and then it looks like north carolina is not happening for him and he might go be going to atlanta so a couple hours drag drag on where we're uh, waiting to see where he might be going uh getting a little bit later and finally it's like he may or may not be going all the way to atlanta and he's probably going to dallas so i'm like ah crap Lost a little bit of daylight. Um, no big deal. Had a good time. I'm just happy to be on the road at this point, you know. Usually with hitchhiking, I am a little bit, like, more go, 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 you know. Use every bit of daylight, but whatever. I got no schedule. And like I said, I'm just happy to be on the road. So, oh, I just feel so good even saying that. Let me take another sip of this beer. Oof, I've had some good beers here. I'll get to New York. Oh, I will get to New York. <laughs> Another spoiler? Is that a spoiler? No, I already told you I'm in New York. <laughs> uh, it's been great here. Been great. Um, yeah, so finally this guy is going towards Atlanta, but he's not going to sleep in Atlanta. He's going to stop somewhere along the way. So anyways, I chose this town called Forsyth, Forsyth, Georgia, to hop out, where there was a road that would cut diagonally more eastbound towards the 20 without having to get stuck in Atlanta. Uh, it was dark by the time he dropped me off, so basically I just walked for 10, 20 minutes down this like road that was a lot smaller than it looked like on the map, uh, but whatever, it was already dark, so I crawled into a huge wooded area and I uh, set up my new bivy pack once again, and it rained a lot <laughs> that night, which normally would kind of suck, and you know, it wasn't the best, but Again, this is a brand new bivy pack that I made, so it, I was kind of excited to see how's this going to fare in the rain. And there's a good two-hour stretch of, like, heavy rain. Big old fat raindrops coming down consistently. And it it held up real well. <laughs> so, yeah. Usually not ideal to be uh, in the woods in the rain. But, uh, yeah, I was excited to see that uh, my whole system carried on jacket and the baby pack combined in uh, this glorious system so yeah it stayed stayed uh, pretty dry and felt really good about it I mean yeah still wet whatever next day was wet too so yeah I got up and um in a break in the rain and started walking and yeah again I walked for like kind of a while but Whatever, this is like a small-ish road. I don't even remember the name of the road. <laughs> Not a highway. Country road, I guess. Uh, but finally, this guy picked me up, and he's like, where are you going? I was like, well, North Carolina, kind of, and ultimately New York. And he's like, where are you going right now? And I was like, well, yeah, there. I'm like, the next place that would be cool to get to, I guess, would be like Augusta, because I got a, a good friend there. I wouldn't mind... See, and he's like, that's where I'm going. I'm going to North Augusta. You're in luck. I'm like, holy crap. All right. And Augusta is only, I don't know, a couple hours away from where we're at, something like that, give or take. But still, I was like, all right, been walking and walking and walking and waiting and waiting, <laughs> mostly. So this will be good. So he got me to Augusta, you know, early-ish or mid-afternoon. Uh, but being able to stop and see my friend for a night was totally worth it. Uh, taking a pause from the slow road at that point, and uh, I did. I caught up with my friend there. 
Um, and we drank a bunch of good beer and had a bunch of good conversation, uh, had a good meal. It was just, it was just a good time and a good, good rest from just a couple kind of slow days on the road. And things really picked up after that too. I think I was just even in better spirits and just feeling good. And it just cool to, to see people. Cause even when I, I hit him up, I wasn't so sure, um, like I haven't been sure about a lot of people and stuff going forward, like who's really uh, doing the masquerade kind of quarantine thing. Like, I don't know who's, who's chilling, who's not. So uh, just the fact that he was like, you know, willing to chill and stuff. And yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> like it's weird, not it's weird being in one place and just like how stagnant that is. It reminds me how much I love being on the road. Cause you get a real feel for like, the dynamics of life and what's actually going on kind of I missed that um, I missed it a lot that's why I'm so happy <laughs> right now uh, yes yeah, so it was just great it was really really great seeing him and, I, and and having good beers for the first time in a while like I was having you know a good beer once in a while and drinking my own homebrew which was like whoo a couple of them were really good that IPA the first week or two and it was fresh oh man but, uh, yeah, I like variety. I like drinking different beers. So even just that, just that little thing of uh, drinking four or five beers or whatever that we picked up uh, was pretty awesome. So, yeah, he gave me a ride out of town the next uh, morning afternoon out to a truck stop outside of Augusta. And, yeah, then the rides just kind of started coming. Take another sip of beer here. Just talking about beer. How can I not? Gonzo, Imperial Porter, Flying Dog. So good. Oh, yes. Happiness. Alright, so what rides did I get there? Um, out of Augusta. Yeah, I got a ride from someone going to the next kind of city. Um, didn't speak it ton of English, but he was cool. Picked up a friend along the way, had his kid in the back seat, got me to the edge of the city. Um, yeah, next on ramp, uh, some woman who also didn't speak a lot, a lot of English, but was super excited. And I guess I'd done a lot of hitchhiking and her daughter was in the passenger seat who just, yeah, spoke perfect English and was just like, yeah, I guess they'd both done their fair share of uh, hitchhiking and traveling, and we're just excited and uh, cutely apologetic that they were only going across town. But getting a ride across the city is sometimes the best ride you can get hitchhiking. If you ever see someone hitchhiking and you're just going across the city, don't think you're not helping. That's like the best ride you can get because then they're on the other side of the city, and anyone picking them up is going a distance. So you just did them a huge favor. Uh, and that's what she did. So that was cool. And then another dude after that gave me another like five minute ride, but whatever. It was cool. Uh, and then I think, yeah, that's when I got a ride from another 18 wheeler. And that guy was cruising. He said he was going to Charlotte. So that was the moment where I realized I wasn't going to go to my uh, family on the coast of North Carolina. Just because of the past, like the previous two slowish days, I was just like, all right. And it was sort of a, it's a decision point when he said Charlotte, it's like, uh, the junction was like right up there, like 10 miles away or something. So 
at that junction is like either keep going east or uh, head north towards Charlotte, which means I'm a I'm a New York bound. And I was like, all right, this is a long ass ride. It's been a couple a slow couple days. Shifting gears, I'm getting New York bound. Plus, my brother was telling me he wasn't even really around to hang out much anyway. So it's kind of an easy decision. And here we go. And this guy was real cool, real friendly, real, real friendly. Just like, just all smiles. Uh, just happy to have someone to hang out with himself. Um, just cool. So we, we cruised and then turned out not only was he going to Charlotte, he was going like north of Charlotte by like 40 miles or something like that. And then as we got even closer, he's like, all right, so I can either drop you off this truck stop or um, I can, you know, take you out to barbecue, hang out for a minute, and then take you to the truck stop. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Sounds cool. So, yeah, we went and uh, he dropped his load off, took the truck back to his house in the country, grabbed his car, took the car to barbecue, got that, brought it back to his house, chowed down. I almost thought he was going to invite me to stay, and at the time, I really wished he did, sort of, but uh, I didn't want to ask, and uh, I think he probably would have been stoked, actually. I don't know. It's probably like a standoff. Like he, I think he might have been waiting for me to ask, and I might have been waiting for him to, to offer, um, but that did not happen. Um, Instead... Dead. He dropped me off at this like really dinky, rinky, rinky, dinky, stinky truck stop. Nah, I take back. I take back the stinky, but I uh, the dinky and the rinky remain for the, for this truck stop somewhere on the 77. And uh, yeah, it was sunset, past sunset when he dropped me off, and was like, ah oh, man, no one's gonna give me a ride here. Uh, they were really nice at the truck stop. Now you can sit down, and the girl behind the subway sandwich counter was like, you want a sandwich? And I had just ate Nola's barbecue with dude, so I'm like, no, I'm good, but I love you and everybody here for being so nice. Um, so before it got completely dark, I uh, walked through the rain to the highway just hoping for that Hail Mary ride, you know, just like that last... You know, the sun is down at this point, but it's just, you know, you know that time of day where there's like still a little bit of light, even though the sun's down. And, uh, nope, didn't work. No rides. So, and I kind of knew that was going to happen. I knew it was a Hail Mary shot. If I had make, made that walk, uh, 12 times, maybe one of those times I would have gotten a ride. Uh, so I just, uh, I knew it was going to rain all night too. So the second underpass that I got to kind of bridge, I'm like, this is, this is my spot. So I climbed up the slope of the bridge, uh, and found that little flat spot right in the crease. And I'm like, all right, I'm just, this is my uh, option. So I'm camping here tonight. I had one beer in my backpack, um, left over from Augusta. Uh, so I sat there and watched the traffic go by and sipped on this can of this, uh, Kind of like almond coconut stout. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. A little sweet, but uh, not terrible. Felt good. It's a good time drinking that beer. And uh, yeah, just camped under there. And man, was it loud. It was loud. I think it's the loudest bridge I've ever slept under. It was, it was rough sleeping. I'm pretty good at sleeping under some crazy conditions. And I did get my Z's, but whew. Got to the point where it sounded like jets taking off, just a reverberating rumble of these trucks going by, and it, 
shaking my soul, but uh, it's all good. I stayed dry, you know. Um, I mean, I know I had tested my my gear and it was good, but it's just way more comfortable to uh, not have uh, rain plopping down around you. So that's what I did and got going super early and took a sip of beer while I was talking to you just now. It was a good run, y'all. It was a good run. Uh, so it just gets better and better. <laughs> and it gets better when I get to New York. So here we go. Um, oh, is this the great day? Oh, this was it. Oh, yeah. So this is the day I get to New York. <laughs> so if you can believe it, with all these like slow days I've been ramming you with. Um, yeah, if you can believe it, here I am just a little bit north of Charlotte. And I get all the way to New York City today. So, all right. I wake up from this bridge early-ish. Um, I think I remember it said 6.46 when I looked at my phone, either right when I got up or right when I started moving. So let's call it 7. Um, yes, yeah, started walking, got a ride right away, pretty much right away, like within 10 minutes. Uh, older dude, uh, had some conspiracies and philosophies, pretty outspoken dude. Cool, though. He was going to Ohio, and right away I was stoked, like forgetting what the map looked like. He was going to Ohio, so I'm like, whoo all these slow days, here I go. Um, yeah, it turns out our junction was like an hour away or something like that, but still great. It's awesome to wake up, hit the road, and get a ride right away. Um, yeah, so I, I was real excited. I was like, how, how far... I forget how this road, how these roads go. I'm getting on the 81. Are we going? Are we going? Am I going to be with this dude for six hours? More? Hell yeah. Uh, but no, it was like an hour uh, before the the true junction where we had to part ways. And yeah, he dropped me off and still. Do, oh, and it's cold. Like I think I told you, like sleeping with no sleeping bag earlier in this trip back in Alabama. Now we're talking like 40 degrees. I think it's this crazy cold snap raining all the time, and, uh, yeah, my next ride came from a cop, so I'm at this junction, and I was standing still, because I saw there's this bridge with no shoulder and construction, it was just gonna be sketchy to keep walking, so I stayed there, and then cop shows up, um, I approached him real slick and nice, like, just, just happy to see him, because I actually really was, like, I just wanted to get out of that spot, and he was super cool, and <laughs> what'd he say, he's like, um, you been anywhere that's got the COVID? And I'm like, nah, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm good. He's like, you're going to have to wear a mask if you ride with me. And I'm like, all right. Oh, and David, David, uh, who'd given me that initial ride, who I'd been hunkered down with, Psychedelic David, when he dropped me off, he gave me a mask and a, like a tube of, uh, what's that crap, Purell or something, some kind of sanitizer. So I'm like, oh, actually, I got a mask. So it's the first time I got to join the masquerade party. So cop and I mask it up. Um, about a mile or two, drops me off the truck stop. He's like, you know, good luck at the truck stop. Hope you get a ride. Just don't be on the freeway. Um, have fun. Like, all right, I will. So stood by the on-ramp for a while. Um, kind of windy, kind of cold, but, uh, just kept my pacing around and, you know, waited, uh, I don't know, 45 minutes, an hour, 
And then, uh, yeah, someone gave me a ride. Little ways, a little short ways. They dropped me off at a place where there's nothing. Way windier, way rainier. Just got lucky. Uh, 15 minutes, maybe. I uh, got to feel all the elements. Uh, that's cool. And then this dude gave me a ride. He was going to Roanoke. And dropped me off at a rest area. Again, the rest area felt like a long time. I was It was pissing rain at this rest area. And, like, just extra cold. And I'm like, oh, man. And, like, not a lot of... Not a lot of people getting off of this rest area, but let me take a sip of beer. I feel like I'm losing some of you, and beer will help. I'm really putting you through uh, what it feels like to uh, hitchhike this trip. <laughs> hope you hope you appreciate the uh, the grind and the journey, um, and I don't lose you because there's no way for me to get out of it. That's what it's like when you're hitchhiking. You're at a a rest area and Virginia, and you're just like, there's no way to get out of this, like, you have to keep grinding it out, like, you just have to, you can't, even if, like, your best friend, like, wired you $600, it's like, what are you going to do, you're there, and it's, uh, that's what keeps you going, something's always going to work. Something's always going to work out. So you can never get too bummed while you're hitchhiking. Like, you can't. If you start getting too bummed, like, don't. <laughs> Just stop. Just start reeling in those good times. So that's what I did. And uh, here we go. Buddy picks me up. Uh, long, long, long ride. He actually was a truck driver, but at the moment he was driving a pickup truck with a trailer Heading up to uh, central-ish or northern Pennsylvania. Woo! This is a long ride. This is a good ride. Several hour ride. Um, I forget how many hours. Many hours, though. And I'm like, oh. Once I got that ride and I realized how far north he was going to, like, we were part ways in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I'm like, holy crap. I have a shot of making it to the city today. I think, to put this in perspective, from that bridge that I was under, if I had a car and drove straight to New York City, it would be a little over nine hours, I believe. And from a hitchhiking perspective, with all the junctions and stuff that I had to do, not likely, definitely possible, but generally I would consider that a two-day hitch. Uh, And now when I got this ride, I'm like, this is going to put me in Harrisburg with daylight, so I'm going to have a chance here. Uh, so I rode with that guy, lots of good stories, uh, flipped around with that guy, he was pretty cool, um, finally drops me off at, uh, just a junction on the highway before a bridge in Harrisburg, he'd offered to drop me off at a truck stop, and I'm just like, no way, I'm gonna go to the, the furthest inch that you're going before I bail, and boom, then the luck just started slamming in more, like, I should have had to walk over this two-mile bridge, um, and this dude just picked me up right away and he was only going over the bridge just to be nice. He took me past the next junction, uh, huge. And then right after him, I believe it was it right after him. Yeah. I think it was right after him. Oh yeah. Right after him. A, uh, this dude from West Africa who'd been living in the States also living in New York. Um, like that other truck driver. He picked me up. Uh, he was going 
just about to Allentown. Woo, Allentown. From where I was, Allentown is halfway to New York. So, boom, we're cruising. <laughs> he drops me off just before Allentown. Some Another rinky-dink spot, but just right there. Um, right before sunset. Maybe like 30, 40 minutes before sunset. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm so close. Maybe I won't make it, but maybe I will. So, I just start walking, and uh, I did walk for a long time. And then it was like the sun was gone. I couldn't see the sun anymore, but it was still light and then boom this monster picks me up this freaking guy from uh i think it's a, he's from the dominican republic but uh yeah he was, lives in allentown truck driver 18 wheeler heading to new haven Woo! <laughs> and i was good and he's and he'd hitchhiked before he'd hitchhiked from like texas and nebraska he's younger than i was i think he was in his 20s somewhere i don't know didn't exchange birth dates but um Ah oh, man, what a feeling. What a wonderful feeling. <laughs> it was so good. I'm just like, this is it. I, and he's going to New Haven, so he's going past all the stuff. And because he'd hitchhiked before, he's like, I was going to go this way, but I could go over uh, the George Washington Bridge at 95, you know, and if that'll help you. And I'm like, hell yeah, that'll help me because that puts me in the Bronx. And that's what happened. Like, I rode with this dude just swapping hitchhiking stories and good vibes real good vibes just like really on the level probably him and i were probably more on the level than anyone else who picked me up and just cruising and it's night and i'm seeing the skyline in new york and i'm like yes and then he just stops on the highway and like not even a shoulder right in the bronx and i just pop out and i critter my way up to the street level and find myself a subway um and i'm good to go i'm good to go <laughs> Oh, man, I couldn't believe it. So, uh, New York City. New York City. <laughs> so, <laughs> I made it. I made it. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, that's the whole hitchhike. Let me uh, <laughs> let me play the, uh, the transition music. And I have a lot to say about uh, my few days in New York City so far. And I'm really excited about the next, next couple days. And I'm excited about a lot to come. So let me uh, let me play that music. Let me tell you about the last few days since getting here, and and the subway ride home was even notable. I'll take a sip of beer. All this music plays. All right, here we go. All right, so yeah, New York City. I find myself a subway. I uh, screens are all screwed up, and the the dudes behind the glass don't want to touch my old cards. I got like, you know, old ass Metro cards in my backpack. I got Metro cards from like, in my backpack, I got like a small little stack from London and Atlanta and New York and San Diego and just spots around the world where I got like anywhere between 12 cents and maybe 12 bucks worth of <laughs> credit. But anyways, like, yeah, so they wouldn't take that side to I don't know, they didn't want to touch them or whatever, so, and the screens didn't work, so, I had to get a single ride pass, I get up there and start to notice, so, like, hmm, a lot of people wearing masks up here, and then I see a subway on the other, going the other way, and I kind of peek in there, just to gauge, and I'm like, almost everyone, except for, like, two people had a mask on there, so I chowed down my food, and, uh, the next thing I know, they, um, made an announcement, like, and I'd been waiting there for, like, 15 minutes, so, like, uh, train's not gonna run, I guess someone had gotten smashed up, someone jumped in front of a train, or fell in front of a train, 
they mentioned someone getting smacked by a train, like a, a stop down. So like, you got to walk over to the, uh, was it the F train or something? So walked on down, walked to the F train, got the guy's attention. I'm like, I'm not paying for another pass, dude. And they, they cut me off over there, just flashed my pass, and he let me uh, skip through the uh, turnstiles. And, uh, yeah, threw my mask on. I realized that's a thing over here in New York, uh, for sure. Definitely in the subways, pretty much everyone's wearing a mask. Um, that's what I've noticed. The subway cars are fairly empty compared to uh, what I'm used to. Uh, especially I noticed that today, you know, Sunday, what today is, peak day, coming back from Queens, which I'll get to, and, uh, not a lot of people on there, but yeah, pretty much as everyone, everyone is wearing a mask, so I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm glad David gave me this thing, pardon me, um, you know, I think these masks are, uh, they don't really do crap for, uh, not getting, uh, any kind of airborne diseases, but they, uh, go a long way as far as like not spreading it so you know it's polite to do that's why i'm glad i had it and hell yeah i got all the way down my I, my brother's living here in the city uh he moved here right when everything shut down i feel bad for him <laughs> sorry jack if you're listening I'm brutal but he's getting he's getting his right now uh yeah he basically moved to the city and everything shut down but he lives down here around like uh 4th street um yeah, down on 4th Street and the uh, you know, East Village, Alphabet City kind of area. So, yeah, popped in. It was probably right around midnight, give or take. And, uh, yeah, freaking awesome to see him and just catch up with him. And seems like he hasn't really hung out with anybody in ages, you know, a couple months or something. He's been working for home. He has, like, a finance job. And just does everything from his computer. His roommates, he's got two roommates here, but they bailed out when um, things started getting hairy. Went back to Connecticut with their family or something like that. So he's just been by himself over here. Just whew, straight soloing. Crazy. Can't imagine. You know, I was going nuts, stir crazy. You know, I've been on the road for shit next month almost. It'll be 13 years. And it's pretty rare that I stay anywhere for more than a month, but at least while I was stuck there in Mississippi for over a month, I had, uh, you know, several friends to kick it with that I was living with, but brutal. But uh, in that way, it was kind of cool to see him and be like one of the first people he could actually like, let loose with and chill with a little bit. So, you know, we didn't stay up too long. He had to work the next day. So, so he did, um, crashed out, woke up. Uh, he got some work done, I did a couple things, and then, uh, oh, and just so happened to be my birthday that day, the day I woke up in New York, so, you know, had started, uh, kicking some beers around for sure, and once he got off work in particular, it was like, went and took a walk out to the park, um, looking out on Williamsburg Bridge, and I was just stoked to see, like, all the stuff I heard about in New York City was, like, real distressful. I don't know, grim, like, locked down, a lot of shaming, people getting shamed for, I don't know, not wearing masks or social distancing or whatever the hell, and I didn't see, I didn't witness any of that. 
All I witnessed was just good times. People running around the track. People, like, hanging out, drinking beers. We were drinking beers. Like, people picnicking. People just walking, jogging, hanging out. Loving life. Having a good time. Beautiful sunny day. So that's what we did. We stopped in a good beer spot and then got a couple, like, decent six-packs and eventually wound up back at his apartment and just kind of kicked it and caught up and had a bunch of good beers and talked to a bunch of friends on the phone, video chats and stuff. People were hitting me up just because it was my birthday. They figured that out. And uh, it was just a good all-around night. And then uh, the day after... Oh, and oh, episode two of The Hopping Show dropped that night, too, so I was able to watch it with Jack. It was kind of cool. It's, I mean, the show's been my baby, you know, so it's it's pretty cool when I get a chance to watch it with uh, someone else just to kind of see their, their reactions and stuff. And uh, the next day, yeah, the next day, he was finally uh, going out on a trip with his buddies, like, the first time, really, that he's escaping, you know. Everything's clearing up. Everything's... Everything's good now, you know? Well, I say everything's good now. Um, might piss some people off, but... I don't know. Everything's, uh... Everything's... Everything seems... Everything seems cool now. There's still stuff that's shut down, but it's like... I think people are getting over the, uh... The overreaction. Um, I think when this first started, uh, people thought it was going to be a lot worse. Or at least to people shouting the loudest influencing everybody was saying it's going to be a lot worse and obviously by now <laughs> we all know uh this was not nearly as bad as uh it was going to be uh and especially now it's like just tapering off so it's i felt really good for my brother uh he's getting back tomorrow but it's good to see that he's uh getting out i don't think he's you know doesn't get to go to a bunch of bars and see a bunch of people but he gets to hang out with a bunch of his other buddies who just been quarantined up and uh some girls and whatnot something i don't know exactly what he's doing but uh i know he's not hanging out in his apartment by himself so that's a plus uh pretty nice so he went and did that and yeah i just uh went and caught up with nick nick lives in astoria nick's the dude i'm doing hopping with you've seen him redheaded nick Shout out, Nick. Been so I've been chilling with him the last couple days, catching some beers. Uh, we've made plans for the next five seasons of hopping. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we're sitting there mapping out like our northeast trip, our midwest trip, our east coast trip, or northwest trip. Oh, we're we're ready to go. We are ready to go. We got it all. We're we're stoked. We're stoked. Shit, we're two episodes live into this season. We're already scoping it all out why not you know um let me take another sip of this beer i'm just about empty this podcast is just about over too so good timing uh yeah so that's what i've been doing kicked it with nick last uh couple days jack's getting back tomorrow my brother so i'm recording this in his apartment in his room actually because in his living room i was getting weird interference with the microphone i don't know that what that's about i think there's just a lot of signals flying through out there um but yeah he gets back tomorrow um i had actually thought i might leave tomorrow to go pick up his jeep and head to my dad's and stuff but um this is what i'm doing next um i think i might actually stick around the city till wednesday because uh my real good friend mark uh hasn't been able to chill 
but apparently has Tuesday free. So I'm real excited to catch up with him because, goddamn, he's been like my best friend since fourth grade, first of all. But um, there's videos of him online, like making cocktails for Bobby Flay and just doing all kinds of stuff. And he's a bartender, so I figured he was just out of work, but he's like, I can't chill because I've got to catch up on all these things. I'm like, what things, dude? <laughs> like, but yeah, he's got some YouTube thing that comes out every Thursday. And at first I'm like, what are you, scooping the hopping show? Because the hopping show comes out every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern time and 5 p.m. <laughs> Pacific time. <laughs> Incidental plug. But uh, I guess his show comes out like a couple hours before our show. Uh, some Breeders' Cup thing. I got to talk to him about it. I just saw the quick thing. He's like, Making, uh, he's on Zoom video calls with Bobby Flay making cocktails and stuff while Bobby Flay's running around. Like, I don't know, it, it seemed funny as hell. So I gotta talk to him and find out what the hell he's doing with his life. <laughs> it sounds pretty awesome, this guy. So, yeah, it sounds like, uh, yeah, Tuesday is gonna be a fun, uh, very unique, uh, day of curbside bar hopping in Manhattan, the likes of which, uh, no one has ever seen before. We are going to crush it. I'm pretty sure. Uh, wow, I'm excited. Uh, and then, yeah, I will uh, get this Jeep from my brother and head up to my dad's, who lives like an hour north of the city, catch up with him for a day or three, whatever it is, and, yeah, I'm driving to Wyoming. There's that. So I will drive the Jeep to Wyoming, get it to my sister. I'm sure I'll make a... Uh, one, two, three, four stops along the way, if I can, see some friends, whoever's uh, down to chill, basically on the route, and yeah, then I'll be in Wyoming, so I'm sure that'll uh, involve several days of catching up uh, with my mom, sister, live out there, and it's kind of where I want to be, uh, the northwestish area, this is when the weather gets real good out there. It's probably the best time to be in Montana, Idaho, Colorado, all those kind of states. Wyoming, you know, uh, just for hiking. Good times. Who cares if the bars are open? Who cares what's going on? The mountains are mountains. So, woo! Fired all that out. So that's what's up. That's what's up. I think we've reached the end of a... Uh, all this uh, catching you guys up. Hope you dug it. Hope you guys are having fun wherever you're at. Hope uh, this pandemic madness is uh, coming to an end for you. You know, just uh, be smart. Don't be dumb and don't be dumb. <laughs> and enjoy yourself, you know. Don't uh, don't get in too involved in the theater aspect of the pandemic stuff. Just do the stuff that uh, actually makes sense. And uh, be healthy, happy. Enjoy yourself. I'm stoked. I'm so stoked. It's just, it feels so good to be good to be alive and moving and out here and drinking good beer. All of it. Everything. Everything. So that's it. Just to recap the... The things that I got going on there. Yeah, hopping. That's the biggest thing. I'm so I'm proud of it. Um, I'm really stoked on um, our editor, producer, uh, Gary Blake, who's just crushing. Um, yeah, Nick and I, you know, we went out there. We did the whole thing. I got in front of the camera. I drank a lot of beers, and Nick took a big chance uh, on this trip. Uh, just trying hitchhiking for the first time. But, uh, 
yeah, Gary's Gary's taking everything that we did and crafting it into the story that you're seeing it seeing on YouTube. So shout out to him and yeah, it's turning out really good. So yeah, every every Thursday where um the videos go public on YouTube at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time. YouTube.com slash hopping. Yeah, we're two episodes deep. Vegas and Flagstaff. So first and foremost, yeah, that. And uh, yeah, obviously the audiobook, six-pack of hitchhiking stories. You can also get the paperback, the ebook. That's pretty cool. Every time you buy a book, I almost can afford a beer. <laughs> I don't know how much I don't know how much I make for every book, but uh I could probably get a PBR every time you buy a book. <laughs> <laughs> if you really want to get me a beer directly, you can uh, PayPal me, uh, hobo lifestyle at gmail dot com. Yeah, just send a PayPal <laughs> PayPal to that for depends where I'm at. Anywhere from four to eight bucks probably gets me a beer. Whatever, not that it matters. It's cool. Uh, yeah, so those those are two things that I'm stoked on. Oh yeah, and the bivy pack, the bivy pack. If you uh if you want to travel like a rock star. With a super light backpack that turns into a tent. <laughs> it's freaking awesome. Um, I'm just so happy about so many things. So many things. Yeah, let me leave you at that. Uh, <laughs> hobo lifestyle. I don't need to promote all this crap. Y'all know what it is. Uh, I love you guys. Keep on, keep on cruising. Keep on rocking. Enjoy the springtime. It is strong among us and summer is around the corner. All right, you guys. I will see you down the road. With all my shit straight, I'll get my big brain.